everyone, and welcome to another episode of What Do You Mean You've Never Streamed, a podcast that explores and analyzes prestigious or popular streaming series. Woo! Yeah. Yay! That's yeah. why we're here! That's why we're here. I'm your host, Jonathan Cologne, and I'm joined as always by my co-hosts, Jennifer Branch. So stoked. And Max Abelman. Hello, everybody. And we are here to talk about The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power, Season 1, Episode 8, the final episode of the season. What's it called? What's it called? It's called Alloyed. Oh, makes sense. We made it, guys. We've made it all the way to the end of the season. We did it. I'm proud of us. Yeah. This was was an intense show. It was a long one. Yeah, it was a journey. Yeah, the last episode was 70 minutes long. Yeah, I had to break it up a little bit and like watch part of it at work. Mm. If you work with me, don't tell anybody I said that. If you work with her, tell everybody she said that. Hi to Jennifer's boss, by the way. (laughs) He doesn't listen. Well, one of them does, but not for the job I was at. (laughs) Let's do quick, quick plot description because we're going to have a lot to talk about with this episode. So we won't spend too much time describing the plot, but... The stranger is told by those tall, creepy people that he is Sauron. Yes. Ooh. And the, like that was before the credits. That's like the first yeah. thing that happened. Yes. That was like the cold open. It was cold hilarious. Open. I love a hilarious cold open. Yes. They are going to teach him how to be Sauron. And he's kind of like, I don't know if I want to be Sauron. And the Harfoots find him and there's a big showdown and there's lots of flames and fire. And Nori convinces the stranger that he is good. She steals the staff of the tall, bald one and Who's gives it- Who's a shapeshifter, by the way. Who yeah. is a shapeshifter, yeah. yes. She he, pretended he lo- to be Nori and then- She pretended to be the stranger. Yeah. She pretended to be a lot of people. And he uses the staff to destroy the three of them. Yeah. Destroyed. Sadly, Sadok, Sadok, or Sardok, or however I think you say they, his name. they were saying Sadok, but I could have sworn they said it different before, but Sadok. Yes. Yeah. Mr. Burroughs, his last name is Burroughs. Uh-huh. Yes. So poor Mr. Burroughs gets a throwing star to the chest and dies. I hate it when that happens. But not before he like stabs the other guy in the foot and like, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. destroys him. Goes down so. swinging. Yeah, he, he fights to the very end. And he's but, still alive after they're destroyed and they sit and watch the sunrise yeah, as he dies. He yeah, he accepts his fate. He's like, it's okay. I'll, I'll get to be with my wife. Little does he know that the wife is like, oh, this guy. Really? <laughs> and then they're like, stay the course, Eternity. don't leave the trail, however Everybody stays on trail. I can never remember Nobody the song. walks alone. There you go. Yes. Always have a buddy. You'll never walk when alone. When you're on the trail. <laughs> so the Harfoots are preparing to continue on their journey, and Nori decides that she's going to go with the stranger because he has to go to Hrun to find out who he is. But now he speaks... Fluent English. Like yeah. perfectly with an accent and everything. Yeah he's, yeah, he's totally British. And just before he destroys the three weirdos, one of them refers to him as an Istar. Istar, Ish- yeah. Istar, right? I, yeah. Not Ishtar. It's, Ishtar. It was spelled I-S-T-A-R. Yes. He's the avatar. He's an Istar. And Nori asks him what that means, and he said it means wise one or wizard. Oh, he's but like, wait, were you fooled? Did you think maybe he was Sauron? No, no, was like, you weren't buying there's it. There's no way they're going to announce that in the cold open of yeah. the season finale if it's actually well, true. 
There was a second that I had where I was like, what? He's Sauron? Wait, no, that's stupid. He's not Sauron. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't make any sense. I was like, that would be a twist, though. Because all this time we're like, Gandalf, Gandalf, Gandalf. And it then Sauron, be, that would be a twist. But, but yeah. they would have waited until the end of the episode, which is yes. what they did with the other character who turns out to be Sauron. Well, they didn't wait till the end end. It was kind Towards of... Towards the end. Yeah. There yeah. was still a bit after that, though. Halbrand Flakes was, a- was acting sus the whole episode so he knew something was up there yeah indeed yeah and turns out he's sauron he's sauron yeah but uh galadriel's like but you helped me and he's like no i just you know the enemy of my enemy is my friend no how's that saying go yeah the enemy <laughs> of my enemy he was is like i friend. was just fighting adar because i still don't like adar but i'm not team galadriel either well no In he face. is he is team. He Galadriel. actually did want Galadriel to come with him. I think he's like in love with Galadriel, and she was like, "Nah, fam. no." He wants her to be his queen. Yeah, that is true. Yes. Yeah, so but... Galadriel discovers they're in Isgoriath. I think is how you say the name of the city where the smiths are. I I'm going to just that, go then. with that. Yeah. <laughs> that they're... doesn't sound remotely familiar to yeah, me. That, I'm not the city where, like... where the smiths live, where Calabrimbor, Calabrimbor is yeah, working was was working on whatever it is they were working on originally. We thought it was rings, but it turns out that they didn't get the idea to make rings until almost the end of this episode. Yeah, I kept yeah. Get, the thing they were making kept getting smaller and smaller and smaller until it yeah. was rings. So they travel to that city so that Halbrand can get healed, and Halbrand expresses an interest in. Smithery. Smithery or yeah. forging or whatever. And it he is. talks about making alloys, so like mixing the metal. And so even if it's a cheap metal, it'll make a nice metal stronger or yeah. something like he that. Gives, I, yeah. I didn't understand all the science behind it. But. Yeah. He gives Calibrimbor the idea that they can mix other metals with Mithril to achieve what they want with keeping the elves from what is it that they do? <laughs> Dying? No, dying? not dying. They <laughs> diminish. Uh, okay. They, so. with a, they shrink yeah. into like Christmas elves. Yes. Those ones are yeah. small and they're yeah. big elves. They're basically, elf they're basically unbaked shrinky dinks at the moment. Yes. So he gives them the idea of, of how to solve the problem. They're going to make a crown out of it and give it to Gilgalad, the high king. Heavy but then is it the head that turns that. out that because of some kind of process, which I don't understand because I'm not a smith. Or, you know, I don't make weapons or anything. They have to make it smaller. So they decide to make rings. Halbrand comes to tell Galadriel, oh, we've got good news, blah, 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 blah. And she's like, oh, I just discovered that you you don't actually exist. Yeah, because she had her friend, the research department, go figure out... Yeah, she, yeah. Did a, the, she did a Google the, search. Who's the king yeah. of the Southlands? And found out that the lines of the kings of the Southlands had been broken. So this is just Sauron in disguise. He creates this illusion where he tries to trick her into thinking that he's her brother. And then he tells her that he wants her to be his queen. And he shows her a reflection in the water. Because part of this illusion takes place with them back on the raft that they were in in episode two. And then she sees the two of them as king and queen. They look good together, though. As a reflection in the water. And she's I like, I hate that, but... But whoever thought that she was going to consider that for even five seconds? Yeah. Well, and the, the and other thing, too, is like... she for her brother's death, Right. So. Hallbrand is, like, talking to her, even before she discovers that he's Sauron. He's talking like he has not been talking this entire show. Right. It's like, why is he all of a sudden completely changing his personality? I didn't really enjoy that. I kind of felt like that was, like, too easy. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it was a... 
real hard right turn. It really was. was. It really was. So now it's Galadriel's fault that Sauron, because she could have just let him die, I guess. Yeah, she didn't need mm. to rescue him off that raft, which, I mean, and I don't know. Didn't... I feel like he probably would have survived anyway. Probably. I don't know that, like, her being there necessarily changed his fate, but. Mm, yeah, I, well, I think the big thing is that she saved him from dying from the injuries he suffered uh, in true. the village. True, Yeah. And brought him to the elves, and he's like, well, now the elves are going to blame you for me returning to power or whatever. So she doesn't speak up about that. But she does tell them, don't make two rings. You have to make three because three brings balance. Mm-hmm. Yes. She says something like one ring will corrupt. Yeah, one corrupts. Two creates. Two, two divides. Divides. Yeah. And then three brings balance. Yeah. So they build the rings and they're beautiful. Yes. And that's the end of that part. And I feel like there's another subplot that I'm well, forgetting. Well, Elrond is like back with her and they have some weird chemistry yeah. stuff and there's that. Yeah. But. And then there's also back in Numenor, the king. Oh, dies. that's yes. the Numenor yeah. story is what yes. I'm forgetting. Yes. The queen and Elendil return to Numenor. By the time they get there, the king is dead. Yeah. But before the king dies, he mistakes... Aeorian or Eeyore, whatever we want to call her. (laughs) Fake Hermione is what I've been calling her. To me, she looks like fake Stevie from Schitt's Creek. Uh, That too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So fake fake Stevie uh, has been called upon to make a sketch of the king because they're going to create a stone masonry bust of his head or something. And he mistakes her for the queen and starts telling her about, you know, the fall of Numenor. And tells her to go upstairs and she looks into the Palantir. And we don't see what happens to her after that. Mm. But we do know that by the time the ship carrying the queen and Ellen Deal, who had a very nice scene together yeah. while she's trying to learn how to walk. Yeah. And she blind. tries to kind of like relieve him of his duties for a while because she knows he's sad about his son. And I, I feel like maybe those two are going to get together. I like them together. Yeah. yeah. Mm. They would make a nice couple. Mm-hmm. By the time their ship arrives back in Numenor, the king has died. But that's where we leave that story. We don't see anything after that. Yeah. But yeah, it's mostly all about Nori and Galadriel this week and Halbrand, who turns out to be Sauron. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron, Deer, and Bronwyn and Durin do not get send offs. No. No. No Theo. I know Jennifer was sad oh, about that. Oh, no Theo. Yeah, bummer. Bummer. No Theo. But- so, what do you think about this whole episode, Jennifer, and the season as a whole? I really, really liked it. I felt like the it had a good amount of like twists and turns and other than Hallbrand's weird behavior kind of making it like strange and bizarre. Other than that, I feel like everything they did was earned and they did a good job with twists and turns, but it's still making sense and not being like, we're doing this just to have a shocking ending. I felt like most of it was earned. I really like Nori and the stranger slash Gandalf. I just think they're so cute. And Nori and Poppy, aka, you know, Frodo and Samwise Ganji, they're exactly that. And I just think they're so adorable. And I love them. And I love the queen. She wore a really cool dress again. There was a lot of green in this. Galadriel had a really cool green dress that I enjoyed. She looked Mm -hmm. very elf-like as in like a Christmas elf. So I enjoyed that. But yeah, I really, really liked it. I've I've really been enjoying this series. I'm excited for season two. I feel like we're going to be waiting a while, though. So 
Yeah, That's a lot could happen between now and then. True. What about you, Max? What are your thoughts on this episode and the season as a whole? I definitely was more satisfied with this episode than I expected it to be. I thought there were going to be a lot more loose ends and a lot more unanswered questions, but they answered a lot of questions, including ones that I wasn't even asking. Like, I wasn't asking, oh, is Halbrand Sauron in disguise? Uh, like, I wasn't necessarily asking mm. that. I but asked you that last week. Did you? <laughs> kind of. Yeah, Jennifer asked if we thought Halbrand was going to turn out to be Sauron, and we were oh, like, no. Wow. <laughs> no. Wow, Jennifer, that was dumb. Yeah, if I like had to nitpick, I would have wanted a little bit of Casa Dune in this episode, a little bit more of our troll friends. It's trolls. Trolls. Um, you mean the dwarves. Dwarves. You know, little people. Jonathan, cut everything out. Cut me out of this episode. <laughs> well, it, it's a little bit strange to me that the amount of the Balrog that we got in this series was the amount that we got in the trailer for the series. You know, very true. It was li literally the the same scene that we saw. The little cut of like, wow, it's a Balrog. Yeah. Yeah. So if I had to nitpick that, I don't know. I I feel like up until this episode, I've been watching this show like more, more, give me more. I want to know more. But I think I've reached a point in this episode where I was like, what am, why am I in a rush? You know, mm -hmm. it's it, it's about the journey. We can take some time to get to know these characters. If I wanted everything to be smashed together, it would be a movie and a very incomplete telling of this story. So mm -hmm. uh, it's nice to be able to spend some time with these characters. Mm. Yeah, I want to say that this episode in some ways did feel a little bit anticlimactic. There was a lot of a suspense bit. in it that didn't really pay off too much. Mm. You know, there was the whole misdirect with them saying that the stranger was Sauron. And I agree that Halbrand's behavior was completely different than he's ever acted any time yeah. other in this series. He yeah, was... the only thing that I could think of was like when he fought those guys when he was trying to like, you know, join the Smithers Union or whatever, and he fought off like five guys at once back when they were in Numenor, mm -hmm. and it was like a little extreme, and he broke that guy's hand like so easily. I was like, that's literally maybe the only clue that we have to this up to this point, but his behavior yeah. was totally different. Right, and the fact that Galadriel has been dragging him along on this journey this entire time mm -hmm. doesn't quite make sense. Yeah, you would think he would have a lot less hesitation about coming back and fighting Adar because apparently that's his big thing is that Adar is his enemy. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it doesn't the whole thing doesn't make a tremendous amount of sense. I'm mean, you can wrap your head around it, I guess. It's but it's, it could have been set up better. I feel like, you know, he wanted to stay in Numenor. Did he want to like leave this life of being Sauron? Is that what we're supposed to think? Or was that all a misdirect because he knew no matter what he said, Galadriel would pull him along anyway? Or was he going to try to her take idea? over Numenor? Yeah, like from the inside. Yeah. I, I don't know. It, it doesn't quite make yeah. sense. I don't super buy it. But yeah. yeah. It's Especially since like the, even the way he was reading his dialogue this week, like he was like, oh, Galadriel, we figured out how to do to get the metal to work, like he would have never said that like that two episodes ago. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like how Brand read the script and just like had faith that everything that he wanted to happen is going to happen, so he could just like sit back and chill and let it happen. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's he definitely let Galadriel do all the hard work. Yeah. Right. He was just along for the ride, and then he was like, "Well, I can make you queen," and she's like, "You know what? I'm already a queen." Yeah. 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 
for real. But the series overall, I really enjoyed it. There was a, a lot of suspense in it, and I was anxious to see what would happen from week to week. There is that whole middle section where we were in Numenor for a very long time. Yeah, that, that drags. I yeah. feel like that could have been combined into maybe three episodes. It could have just been two. Yeah. And then maybe we could have had all of the subplots in every single episode instead of having episodes where like mm. like Nori didn't appear in a couple and Elrond wasn't in a couple yeah, and Bronwyn, Bronwyn wasn't yeah. in a couple. So I think that could have been condensed a little bit. I think this could have been a six episode season instead of an eight episode season. Yeah. Or if you were going to do eight episodes, you could have had more cover fun stuff. stuff yeah. You know? yeah. We got our big battle scene for the season, and that's the only one we're going to get. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was. Yeah. It was a little disappointing that there was no like pomp and circumstance to this finale. It was yeah more of a suspense story. But I'm anxious to see what happens next season. And now that they've done something with Halbrand that's completely contrary to the books, now we know. Ooh, who, you, know, you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Except Galadriel and Elrond will not die. Mm. And Isildur yes. and Elendil will not die until the end. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. But I want to ask the whole group if you have any ideas. Do we have a winner for the season? And do we have a loser for the season? I'm going to say the winner is the Queen Regent. Because I was not on her side. And I thought a lot of the Numenor stuff was boring for a bit. But... I feel like she's amazing and she always looks great. And even though she's blind, she's still going to kick butt. And she gets to be the actual queen now because her dad died. Yay. So she won. Yay, queen. And I feel like she's going to hook up with Ellen Deal. And I like that for her. I like that journey for them. Yeah. Mm. And for those of you who've been following along with our recaps, you'll re remember that Jennifer was right about two things. One, that Halbrand would be Sauron and that the king would die. I and did then she say would that. Become the yeah. queen. I was like, they kind of just left the king there. Like, I feel like he's going to die before Probably. they get back. What about you, Max? Do you think there's a winner or a loser oh, that you feel strongly I can't about? I can say it was the queen because <laughs> she, what she accomplished this season was her dad died. She lost a battle and she went blind. So I don't know if I would call her a winner. I would say like Nori's kind of a winner. You That's know, the other one I was thinking like, was Nori. She's, yeah. she's still just living her best Disney lifestyle and she's ready to go on an adventure. And she has like a great end scene where she's just like, yeah, we're going to go and we're going to smell the wind and follow that. Yeah. And happy go lucky skipping around with definitely not Gandalf. Yeah, and her goodbye scene with the Harfoots was very touching. It was very cute. It was maybe like 30 seconds too long, but yeah. it was very sweet and cute. I, I did enjoy it, but the, it, it could have been a tiny bit shorter. There were, I was like, goodbye already. <laughs> there were like three beats too many of yeah. I need to go and not turn around because if I do, I'll just stare. She's I like, almost I was like, I feel I'll like he's going to be gone by the time she turns around. Like, does he know that she's like coming? Because she didn't solved. say like, hey, yeah. wait for me. But we don't don't need like the Harfoots to tell her just go before you change your mind and then be like, ooh, if I turn around, I'll change my mind. Oh, we should just go. Oh, where do I go? I don't even know which direction we're going. And just like, well, let's start with the opposite direction of where the Harfoots are going. So it's not awkward when you travel along the same path for a while on your part. Like you ever like at a restaurant with someone or at a bar and you're like saying goodbye outside and yeah. they're like, okay, bye, bye. And then your cars are parked right next to each other. So uh -huh. you're still walking together. Yeah, it would, it would be it's like that. Like, <laughs> it's oh, like that, that, but with magic. Magic, magic. Magical, awkward encounters. Who's the loser of this season? Adar. 
I mean, I guess. I don't know. Adar kind of got what he wanted. He only really wanted, like, the one thing. I don't know how alive he is at this point in time. Is Adar, like, dead? No, he's still alive. He, he, they I showed him. Okay. I don't know. I just feel like... I know. There's still orcs around. Because he could have been good, and he chose to be bad. He, you know, he chose the thug life the thug life didn't choose him and that was a bad choice i feel like he could right. have been uh, he could have been another elrond and he's not and yeah. now sauron is coming back to mordor and you know that adar is going to be evicted very quickly mm. yeah yeah he's not going to be he doesn't even so get long. to be the head bad guy that's why no. i feel like he loses yeah he's like middle management who overextended and now he's just gonna be yeah and sauron is very mad like he was gonna kill him like he's yeah and he, he's got no qualms about like you know kicking adar to the curb like he's he's not even trying to team up with him so mm. yeah. yep sounds how about good. you do you have about any? me i'm the winner of this season okay cool yeah. okay cool. even though we didn't get to see her in the end I think Bronwyn is a big winner this year mm. because she like cheated death twice in a big way. That's true. Definitely. And but her son is Theo. Her son is mm. Theo, but Theo is on a redemptive streak. Until he becomes Saruman. I don't know. <laughs> He's not going to become Saruman. I mean, I don't know. Actually, I'm wondering if the stranger might be Saruman. Uh, and think? not Gandalf. It's <gasps> no, possible. Could be. But Maury Saruman, told him you're good. Like, but well, he was good until the Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. He was fine until then. Yeah. I feel like he's still Gandalf. One thing I liked that Nori said to him was because he tells her like they told me I'm bad, which kind of like harkens back to what he was doing before, like when he killed the fireflies and there was something about what was the word they used? Like when something's in your way, in your path, there was like a specific word they used. Obstacle? It, it wasn't that, but it was something like that. There was, a, and he's like, "Oh," and she's, and he goes, "What does that mean?" And she's like, "Oh, it's something that like gets in your way or causes problems." And he's like, "Oh, that's me. I'm a problem, you mm -hmm. know." And it's like he keeps worrying because he doesn't know because he's like a baby. <laughs> like he yeah. doesn't know if he's yeah. good or bad. And Nori says to him, "Well, you get to choose if you're good or bad. You have power over your actions, mm -hmm. and you can choose good." So mm -hmm. I really liked that. Yeah, you know? I did too. Because yeah, I feel like, especially in this this series, it's like the lines are kind of drawn for you. You know, there's no good orcs. You know, if you're born an orc, sucks to be you. Yeah. <laughs> you're like you're gonna be a bad guy. But Nori actually took the opposite stance. She's like, no, you get to make that choice. Yeah. So I liked that. Yeah. I also want to give a shout out to the visual effect of them melting down the ore into the rings because it had that moment where it looks like the Eye of Sauron and it was really cool. Ah, uh, yeah. That was a nice Easter egg of, oh, it's really Sauron pulling these strings. Mm, I liked yes. how one was like a class ring looking one. Yeah. One was like an engagement ring looking one. Like yeah, that was They fun. very much like made them oh, different. Oh, and we yeah. forgot to mention that they had to use use Galadriel's brother's dagger oh, yeah, to make yeah. the rings. Yeah. That so was the alloy that part. It was yeah. very emotional. They needed pure silver and, and pure, pure gold. gold. What I didn't get is these idiot bad guys that are like, you're Sauron, you're Sauron. And he's like, I don't think I am. And they're <laughs> like, no, nope, no, nope, trust us. There's no way we're wrong about this. And like, then they were at the we know yeah. who the you are. Minute, they were like, oh, shit, we were wrong. There's another guy. And they knew that there was another guy. So they didn't take two seconds to think like, let's make sure we have the right guy. Nope. No, no, <laughs> there, was, like... yeah. there was no test. They just <laughs> made assumptions. Yeah, it was very weird. And it's like, what kind of 
crappy bad guys are you? You don't even know what the hell you're doing. It was very weird, but we can be at least thankful that we don't have to learn their names because they're very dead. Yes. Mm -hmm. And they're pretty much the only bad guys from this whole season that are completely dead and gone. Yeah. Everybody else. Yeah, can come I don't back. even know like what species they are. Are they Money part of a larger <laughs> group? Like, who are these people? Because they do magic. Who are they? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. They're just like regular. I don't know wizards? if they're like witches or I don't know what they're supposed to be. But... They're servants of Sauron. Oh, so mm-hmm. they're on drugs. They serve the darkness. Oh, I that too. So. Any other thoughts you want to share before we we got close to the see the Grand season? Vizier one more time? That was nice. Yeah, I was excited he to see seemed him. more sinister than ever. Though. Yeah, he did. I, you know, because all this time I was kind of like he's more pragmatic and he's less ruled by his emotions, and that's why he's hesitant about this. But I don't think he's like a bad guy. But now I don't know. I think maybe he might be a bad guy. Yeah, I think Unfortunately. he's going he's gonna to turn out to he's be. He's got bad so news. much hair. Just. Yeah, even more than Ellen Deal. It is wild how much hair that man (laughs) possesses. And Ellen Deal has a lot of hair, but he has even more than Ellen Deal. Yeah, it's like a lion's mane. Well, if nobody else has any further thoughts on season one, do you just want to give real quick a prediction for season two? Mm. Give me one thing you think is going to happen in season two, Jennifer. I think Durin is going to kill King Durin. Ooh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Max? I think uh, we're going to get a Nori musical number. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not good at this. I'm not good at predicting Lord of the Rings. That's Jennifer's job, apparently. <laughs> Jennifer yeah. sees all. She yeah. does. I think... Galadriel and Elrond are going to get a big fight next season because Ooh. he's going to realize that Halbrand is Sauron and that she didn't say anything about it. Right. Well, she was like, I just need you to trust me. And he's like, okay, but you're making it kind of hard because you're acting super sus. And she's like, just, I need you to trust me. And then he found that scroll and he's like, girl, we need to talk. Yeah, but it's, uh, you should have it's the details. same thing that happened between him and the High King when the High King was asking him about the mineral and he was like, well, I can't break my promise. Right? He's like, What well, goes yeah. around comes around. Yeah, Elrond. Elrond Hubbard, you know. <laughs> All right, well, hopefully we'll... Not have to wait five years for the next season and we'll get to see all of our questions answered and even more questions (laughs) answered that we weren't (laughs) even asking, as Max said earlier in this episode. So thank you all for listening to all of this. It's been fun going on this journey with the three of you. We made it to the end. Yeah. We did it. We did it. You're welcome. Yes. No one walks alone. No one leaves the trail. And not when you're doing recaps of The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. (laughs) All right, Jennifer, take us out. All right, everybody. That is our show. If you want to get in touch with us, you can always send us an email at what do you mean you've never seen at gmail.com or look at the links below for links to our social media. We're pretty much everywhere at what do you mean you've never seen. Please rate, review, subscribe, leave us some five stars. I'm Jennifer. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Max. Bye, everybody. See you next season. Bye. Bye. This episode of What Do You Mean You've Never Seen was edited by Jonathan Colon and Max Abelman. Our episodes and digital content are produced by Max Abelman. Your hosts are our writer, Jonathan Colon, producer, Max Abelman, and head of social media and community outreach, Jennifer Branch. All artwork for our show is created by James Alexander with Pleasant View Designs. Check the links in the description below for more information on how to follow the show and subscribe to our Patreon. Thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll see you at the movies. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.